Gunner Trash episode 247. Guru, the Hogs of Hoarder. My name is Eric. I am Jason. Howdy. Howdy, buddy. Good evening. Good evening to you. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, starting to get dark out earlier. Yeah. And I'm a fan. Oh, yeah, you like that, right? Oh, I do yeah. indeed. I don't mind it. I don't prefer it. Why? I just don't care. I don't give a what. <laughs> it was cool last night, uh, the moon and the sun were both out. I love that. Mm, that sounds apocalyptic to me. Yeah, well, that's why. That's why I love it. Because it's like, you know, it's like all my favorite movies. 2012 and <laughs> The Day After Tomorrow. And Twister. <laughs> Twister. I, it's <laughs> like no joke. I've watched two of those three movies I just named in the last month. Twister? Yep. I was, uh, 2012. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> I can't get enough. It's a sickness. <laughs> oh man, you know? Uh, have you seen P- Poseidon the uh, the remake? Not this like no. old one. Um, I watched it three times in one day by myself every single time. Not recently, but like a couple years ago. Yeah. Hmm. Why? It, we had two different commentary tracks. <laughs> So as soon as it was over, I watched one of the commentary tracks, and as soon as that was over, I watched the other one. But I was drawing the whole time. I wasn't just, like, sitting there staring at the TV. Sure. But still. <laughs> I, I can't imagine watching the same movie twice in the same month. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've done it. Right. But I would prefer to be doing a different thing, usually. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was one of those things where I was chilling on the couch, and I think Goo was probably asleep there, and right. I had the remote, and I had all my drawing stuff, and I was like, oh, I'll just... I don't want to watch it again, but if I watch it with commentary, it's sort of different. Right. And then, I, and then when that was over, Goo was still chilling, and I was like, Missed one more time, one more time. Does that movie deserve two different commentary tracks? <laughs> I think one of them was the director, and one was like maybe the special effects guy or something. Right. And they both had completely different things to talk about. Right. But, but you know, they could have right. they could have both been in the same room. Sure. Probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I liked it. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what's new? What's up? Uh, nothing. No? Absolutely nothing. Just, what, are you, what are you doing today? I read that comic book. Uh, oh, yeah? yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> well, that's, that's what we were supposed to do, so good job. <laughs> uh, and I gotta tell you, it, it was a chore. <laughs> Reading the comic book uh, was a chore. Yep. Oh. Foreshadowing. <laughs> no foreshadowing. Spoiler. Man, did I not like this comic book. Really? Yep. Really? Was it because it was kind of preachy a little bit? A little preachy. A little preachy. Uh, definitely uh, wordy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Groove is always wordy, though. Okay. Uh, also, not funny. Really? You didn't think it was funny? I laughed maybe twice. Right. During the entire four issues. And they were probably all on the back cover, single page, referto. You know what? Those are the best things in each <laughs> issue. 
I did find those enjoyable. I won't. I won't argue that those are some of my favorite things. <laughs> like I, I, I love the, especially the silent one-page comics. I oh, love that. That's great. But yeah, no, I thought it was really good. I thought it was, um, it was a little more preachy than I expected a Gru miniseries to be. But I wondered as I, you know, when I realized that this one was being kind of preachy, I wondered if maybe. Because every other guru thing I read was between like ages eight and fifteen, that maybe I just didn't notice like a lot of social commentary or political commentary. Right. You know, maybe it was like lost on me because I was just like, yeah, he loves cheese dip, and he just totally fucked up that boat on accident. You know, like right. Like I, I don't know. Uh, I have never read guru. You've never read guru. I've never read guru before this. This blows my mind. <laughs> I had no idea. I had bought some, but I've never read them. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I own those anymore because I never read them. I just never got around to it. Oh, man. Uh, but, you know, just consistently, the entire time that I've been a, a comic book reader and collector, you know, just everyone everywhere just keeps saying that Gru is the funniest thing that has ever existed and, <laughs> right. you know, just one of the, the greatest comic runs of all time, you know. I mean, they, they beat out uh, Jack and Stan for the longest consistent oh, yeah. uh, running comic. You know? Mark, Mark and Sergio. Yeah, Mark Avanier and uh, Sergio Aragonis. Uh, you know, and so basically maybe it's the 20-some years of hype. <laughs> right. That has uh, soured me on this, but uh, I genuinely did not find much of it very funny at really, all. Really, really. That's, that's, wow. After, after the third Gru Sinks Boats joke. Right. But, but, but that's been a thing, like he's never been on a boat that he hasn't accidentally sank. Okay. Well, then that makes it worse. <laughs> But it, you know what? I bet a lot of these things... Because the third time in the first issue that it happens, I was already done with it. <laughs> right. I, I bet it was one of those things, though, that they didn't expect to do that many Greer comics. Like, there was, over, there was like 125 of them or something. Right. Um, which I read most of them. I mean, I, it was my favorite comic when I was a kid, when I was like 10 years old. Um I was the first comic I ever wrote a letter to, which was Greer, and they did not print it. I know. So, it's another reason why I did not <laughs> like this comic. Um, but no, it was so, like when I was a kid, it was so much fun because they had all these secret messages and I totally thought this one was going to have one because like at the beginning of every scene change, there's like a little narration scroll that, you know, like this one on the first page says, on the northern border of somewhere. Yeah. And like that's the opening thing. And like the O and on, like the very first letter in the scroll here is giant and red. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, like, I looked through and there was a bunch like that. And in, in the old series, they put secret messages in almost every single issue. They would either hide something in the artwork, like, on a tree or, or, and like, a lot of them were that, like, like the, the first letter of every narration bubble would spell out a word by the end of the issue. Mm. And like, you know, and they had like little contests, like, did you catch the secret word? And there was all kinds of weird, fun stuff. And I just thought it was a great, great comic. And, um, I enjoyed this one, but like, like you said, I mean, there was a lot of, like, it, it didn't get super, well, yeah, it kind of did get super preachy sometimes. It got, I don't know, preachy is the word, but just, uh, you know, super, 
like the whatever they're trying to satirize in this is not so much satirization as it is just blatant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like not as much poking fun as just like you know they just took these things from our world that they don't like and just put them in Gru's world, right? Instead of making a I mean, they are kind of ridiculous and exaggerated, but 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 not that much. But not yeah, not to the point where it's just like zany. Right. I mean, it's it's uh, the entire series is is making fun of basically the last ten years of America, like economy wise. <laughs> yeah, the the failed economy, constantly going to war. Uh, you know, just the fucked up. You know the bank bailout bailouts, bank bailout, uh, the the car uh, companies yeah, bailout, right? Um, you know, trading with China. You know, just the whole you know situation that we have with China in general, right? You know, uh, which we basically exploit their labor for cheap goods, and then now you know, then we borrowed money from them, and now owe them a shit ton of money, right? And now they're basically going to slowly take over the world, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, and, and yeah, and just how, uh, fucked up the government is and how they have screwed us over in the economy by bailing out the banks and the, you know, car companies who have not taken any of those lessons to heart. Right. And just use that bailout money to continue to screw over the general populace. Right. Right. Business as usual. Right. Uh, but instead we also have a parody of Gru walking around and destroying things in the process. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that just was not enough to make this any kind of fun to read. Yeah, I, I had fun. I enjoyed it, but it was definitely amongst the lower-ranking Gru stories I've ever read because of that. Like, it wasn't as much fun as it was just, like, I don't read a Gru comic to get depressed. Right. <laughs> you know, about, like, yeah, you're right, it's all fucked up, Gru. Wait a minute, what? This is Gru. Right, yeah. yeah. I just... You know, uh, like I've said this before, you know, I don't like it when my comics yell at me. Yeah. You know, it's not my fault the economy got fucked up. Right. <laughs> so why is Groom getting mad at me? <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. I, that's a shame that this was your first Groom book, because now I'm thinking you'll never read another Groom book. I probably won't. And there are so many good ones. Like, the death of Groom, the graphic novel, is great. Or at least I remember it being great. It's been 20, 20 plus years since I've read it. <laughs> Um, man, yeah, I I loved Guru, man. But, Sorry, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, but I think if if it even been slightly funny, like you know, I would have definitely been more open to it, right? But like you know, yeah, I just didn't find very much about it that was. Humorous. Yeah, I'm tr- I'm flipping through right now. I remember there was a couple times I was like, "Oh, that was pretty good." There was one time I laughed out loud. Yeah, uh, and it's in the, the last issue, huh. uh, where uh, the uh, the the community of hoarder uh, is uh, trying to figure out how to get out of their financial crisis, and because you know half of the city is unemployed and right. So they all decide to, you know, start uh, working with each other and, like, you know, hey, this guy makes shirts and this guy makes pants, but they both need the opposite. Oh, I know what you're doing. So they're all trading, and then this guy pops up, I draw amusing pictures. Does anyone have need of my services? (laughs) And everybody just laughs. Yeah. And so did I. (laughs) 
for the first time in this comic. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that that was one of the that was definitely one of the like couple things I was thinking of. Yeah, because the cartoonists in this series. Not doing it well. also made me think of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Not the funniest screw comic I've ever read, but it, and that might, like I said, might be because I'm reading it as a 36 year old man instead of a 12 year old boy. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I can't imagine me at 10 or 12 reading this particular story and finding much about it that was amusing. Right. Uh, right. You know, but, but that just, you know, again, uh, I'm not entirely sure how I thought at a as a ten or twelve year old. Yeah, year, so. right. I know back then I loved the X Men, and uh, trying to reread those same issues now is is also kind of a chore. So, right, who knows? Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's this is bothersome. <laughs> I want you. I want you to see. It's weird. It's because part of me wants you to go back and read an old group book, but then part of me is like. Oh my god, maybe I don't want him to because he'll be like, no, it's just as bad. And I'll, and I'll like have Drew ruined for me forever because I'm like, damn it. <laughs> oh man. But on the other end, wasn't the artwork fucking incredible? Oh yeah, Sarah Gunn is great. Yeah. He is always great. I mean, the amount of detail is, it's like Darrow esque. Yeah. Jeff Darrow. Yeah, I, yeah. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and of those out there are familiar. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, there's all these, like, one-page splash pages of, like, people building cities and, like, right. boats and things, and there's, like, he well, must have spent... Massive epic battles. Yeah, with, right. like, a, a hundred or two hundred characters on each side fighting right. each other. Um, but he's so fast. <laughs> yeah. Does, I wonder, I'd, I'd like to see some of his original art. Do you think he, like, loosely pencils stuff, or do you think he just goes to work at it, like, inking? I don't know. Especially since he's drawn Gru for... Off and on Forever, since yeah. the early eighties. Yeah, I don't know. Uh I mean you know, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but you can also tell that you know, he doesn't really use rulers or anything like oh, that. Oh, right, too. right. Yeah. Uh but that's all part of the charm. Right, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, I've always loved his artwork. Uh even, you know, back when uh you know, I, I would hate cartoony things. <laughs> right. But like his mad magazine and well, yeah, he, the, he did I mean, the Mad Marginals and all that stuff. Right, and uh, you know, I've read some of his, uh, you know, non-Gru stuff that I thought was all hilarious. Right, like when he, uh, when he plays on DC and Marvel right, and right. Star Wars and uh, yeah, like I have the uh, Sergio uh, massacres Marvel and uh, Sergio destroys DC, yeah. which are great. Yeah, yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah, it's 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 kind of weird. It's kind of weird. It it does seem like the kind of book that doesn't really need to be that political, unless it is like zany with it. Right. Know? Yeah. I think if if they would have been more, you know, you know, sort of sharp with with the subject matter, if they would have just you know had. You know, maybe some teeth to it, other right. than just you know, this is what's happening to it, us. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's almost like Gru's the only like cartoon character in the book, right? And everything else is just like a reflection of our world, un, un like exaggerated, uncharactered, right? 
I mean, there's a little bit, but not enough. Right. You know, like like the the owners of the uh, the carriage manufacturers, you know, who dance around because they're gonna be able to keep their high salaries. Right. That's cartoonish. <laughs> not entirely. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure that they the, they, they danced around. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, just it's it's uh. If you're going to tell this type of politicized story, you know, in, in what is genuinely considered to be a comedy, you know, comic, right. you know, yeah, you need to have your teeth out for that. And and this really didn't feel like it did. Right. Yeah, I wonder if it, I mean, it kind of seems like, it kind of reminded me of the 60s underground comics, sort of, like, not only does Sergio's style, has it always reminded me of that, but, um... But you know, because they're, they're you know, they are being political. But, but those underground comics from the '60s did have like a much more, like crazy or or like you said, biting style to them. Right. So it did work a lot better. Um, it almost seems like, you know, these fellows are in their advanced years. Like sure. maybe there's like, yeah, let's yeah, let's be hip and like poke fun at the man. Right. But you know, not too hardcore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, yeah, you know, when, when you do get older, you do get a little more conservative, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, clearly also there's just things wrong with the world and then all they're doing is pointing it out that there are things wrong with the world. They're not really, you know, not that I would look to them for solutions or anything like that, but, but, you know, at least, right. you know, exaggerate it more and just, you know, rip the hell out of it. Yeah. Because yeah, especially coming from the Mad Magazine background, right? Like, like even Mad, you know, as as you know, as like rose colored as you might remember Mad through your rose colored glasses. I don't remember anything about <laughs> Mad because I never read it. You were a cracked guy. I was a cracked guy. But but I mean, like even that, I I remember it being a little more. Like I've I've looked through Mad this year, like in the last couple months, even, right? And and yeah, it's a little more. It's a little more extreme as far as their satire. Right. Than this. It's like, you know, uh, you have the Daily Show, you know, or, or The Onion, which, which you know, tackles, you know, the same subject matters, you know, and within just a short blurb on the internet or a, a two-minute segment, you know, on TV, they even get a lot more, you know, you know, uh, more skewering. L- right. You know. And more laughs. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of a weak effort as far as Gru goes. And you know what? I didn't notice uh, the cover doesn't have the uh, writer's credit anywhere on any of the covers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mark Avenier, is that how you pronounce it? I would guess, yeah. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I realized he wrote uh, Garfield, the cartoon. Really? Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because uh-huh. I, 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 like, he's one of the artists and, or writers that, whose name I actually knew. And I remember seeing his name on the credit, and I was like, What? Yeah, uh, I think he wrote for quite a few cartoons you mm-hmm. know, over the years, but I, mean, I can't remember any of the time. Well, he's like had his hand in almost everything. I oh, think. Yeah. 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 Uh, wasn't he Jack Kirby's assistant for a while? Oh, or, really? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I don't know. You're thinking of Rob Liefeld? Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Rob Liefeld. That's Jack Kirby's. Right. No, he yeah. was 
Marcus Van Nuren was Rob Liefeld's assistant. That's, that's yeah. what it was. It's, it's, you always get Kirby and Liefeld mixed that's up. That's right, yeah. Because they built the Marvel Universe. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. And they're both uh, so energetic with their drawings and, you know, uh, just reinvented the language of superhero comics. It's, it's true. That part is true. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, not, not the best screw comic I've ever read. I, I had fun, though, because the art was so great and like i've got such a nostalgia for the character that it was fun to read a Gru comic again right. but it definitely was not amongst my favorite Gru comics and and it didn't really do what i hoped it was going to do because i'd been so interested in seeing the Gru conan crossover mm-hmm. that i was like ah oh, maybe this will satisfy you know like but i really want to see that Gru conan crossover you know i still kind of want to see that too uh just because you know uh i mean it just Sounds ridiculous and fun. Yeah, and, like know. the Archie meets Punisher style. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and hopefully they wouldn't, you know, try to tackle world issues and that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you wouldn't think so. I but. wouldn't think so, but yeah, I guess it could still happen. But. Hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, if that ever happens, I'll probably still check that out. You know, I'm not completely writing grew off, but you know, at the same time, this was super disappointing. Yeah. I, I can see how, I totally agree. If this was the first Screw comic I ever read, I would have, I'd have been, like, oh, I don't understand what the whole hype is. But, yeah. but man, I gotta tell you, as a ten year old, I thought it was like the funniest thing. And hey, maybe they are. I don't know, but uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe I would read the the Death of Guru graphic novel. Maybe I would read something you know, short and self contained right. you know, from. There was the a lot of single issue stories. Prime run. Yeah. Know, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know that I would ever want to read another, like, you know, modern, you know, standalone group story or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, Which is sad, because I do, I really like Sergio Aragonis. He's amazing. Uh, So amazing. I was picking up his, uh, didn't he have a book from, like, Boom or something like that? Uh, Oh, yeah, like, it was, like, Sergio Funnies or something. Yeah, yeah, I was buying that for a while. That was good. Pretty great. Yeah. uh, the uh, I think he had an issue of uh, the solo uh, DC. Solo. Oh yeah, yeah, that was also pretty great. You know? Yeah, uh, he's incredible. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure Mark Evanier helped him on most of those too. I wonder, I wonder why he's not credited on the cover. Like, was he never credited on the like, Gru covers? Because I'm, I may have not even noticed. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Is it like an Alan Moore thing? Did he like after this came out? Was he like, oh, to take my name off? <laughs> Well, he still seems to be working on it, so right. I would guess not. But, uh. <laughs> uh yes. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad. Yeah. Not the best. Sorry. But, but, but worth taking a peek at for the amazing artwork, if nothing else. If nothing else, there is that, yes. Mm. I will probably put these on eBay. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then I'm going to warn uh, the future potential eBay purchaser uh-huh. uh, that... Uh, oh, there's a page loose on one of them. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> happened the first time I opened this book. Uh-huh. But I think in issue three, there were two pages stuck together. Oh, <laughs> really? So I don't know what the hell you were doing. What? Where was that? I was probably eating, like, peanut butter when I read it. <laughs> I don't jack off to Gru. I save that for... You know, swimsuit issue image comics. <laughs> I'll be honest. We've we've all done it, people. 
I mean, you see, uh, you see, Voodoo or Jubilee or I don't know. Not in the Vogue. 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 Yeah, yeah you yeah, see yeah. Vogue in a thong. What are you gonna do? You're gonna whip out Mister Happy and take it out for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I didn't notice anything stuck. Well, I did probably because I uh, pried them apart, oh. so I could. Uh, I did notice a loose page. Log through trying to read this thing. <laughs> I will. I will note that in the 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 eBay listing, like two of the pages may be stuck together, <laughs> maybe a loose page, and the story might suck. <laughs> Bidding starts at one dollar. <laughs> hey, at this point, you need all you can get, right? That's true. I really do. <laughs> I really, really do. All right. Well, uh, sadly, I don't have much else to say about this. Oh yeah, I think we're done talking about this. Yeah. It's it's mediocre. At best. Yeah. Uh, that was... That, yeah, even... Uh, like, the first issue has a letters column about letters columns. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that was kind of interesting. That was kind of interesting. Yeah. 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 About how, like, in order to get certain mail rates, they had to have so many printed words per issue. Right. And they were like, well, if we just have people write in, we don't even have to write those words right. and we can send them out cheaper. Yeah. It's like, that's pretty ingenious. That is pretty ingenious. Uh, and that also was sort of, you know, just reflecting on the, the it is kind of sad that for the most part, modern comics, they, they've just gotten rid of the letters column. Right. And, you know, I mean, when I was a kid, definitely like half the fun was reading the letters columns. Oh yeah. You know, especially then when I got older and like, you know, books like Preacher or The Invisibles where like Garth Ennis and Grant Morrison was like respond, responding to Oh yeah, 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 the actual writers. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I was, you know, thought that was super interesting. You know? It is cool too. Like I've, I've read a handful of comics over the years where, um, you read the letters column and you're reading something, you know, from like 20 years prior. And you see an artist or writer that you like has, oh, yeah. has written to that comic. Yep. Um, like I've seen, like, I forget, I know I've seen like a McFarlane letter in like a Superman comic. Um, I'm sure I've seen, I know I saw like an Adrian Tom, Tomini or whatever his name is letter yeah. in, in some small press comic that I read. And like, it was just kind of cool, you know, because you're, right. like, you're like, these guys were reading and writing in and they're or, just dumb nerds like us. Right. Or, you know, there was, like, the uh, the, the dumb nerds who, uh, you know, just had, like, letters printed in every issue of, like, almost every comic, right. it seemed like. You know, like, uh, Uncle Elvis, or uh, Rock and Roll Hearst, uh, Augie DeBleek. Uh, Wasn't there a guy that claimed to have, at one time, had a letter in every comic that was printed? Uh, I'm sure, yeah. But, yeah... Yeah, not not the best. Nope. Not the best. All right, well, let's take a break. All right, we're gonna go burn these books. <laughs> Make sure you uh, add that to your eBay description. <laughs> Slightly charred. Just right. Yeah. I've been 
Hi, welcome back. This is our show called Gutter Trash. So, uh, what the hell, man? What? I don't know. What's up? What's up? I've been sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of warm now. Uh, It was cool. It was cool the last couple days. Uh, It was cool yesterday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was cool a couple days. It was cool Friday as well. Yeah. It was cool today too, though. Was it? Yeah. It was like seventy. Hmm. Yeah. But, uh, no, so I was sleeping. Oh, why was you sleeping? Just sleeping. Yeah. yeah. It has nothing to do with heat. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing a lot of math today. Uh, no. Math makes you sleepy sometimes. A lot of numbers. Like, uh, math, no. Because yeah. Because I went to bed, uh, like three and then, uh, did not get up to like one. Uh, wow. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then I sat out in the, the, living room for a while and I, I worked on some stuff and then I started reading those comics and certainly those put me to sleep uh, very much as well. Right. Uh, and stopped and stopped after issue two, got some lunch, watched some uh, Battlestar Galactica and and then also just kind of dozed off a little bit and woke up enough to finish the other two issues off, which you know, just knocked me right out again. Right. <laughs> uh, uh if uh, I don't know if my neighbors were around or not, but uh, they would have heard me after issue three say just one more issue <laughs> out loud. Yep, you did. <laughs> yeah. What if this would have been a six issue miniseries instead of a four? Uh, I would have just not finished. Reading. Would you have learned it? I, I would have learned it. Yeah. <laughs> I considered it after issue two. Really? Yeah. Hey, I wouldn't have blamed you. <laughs> we we just got one of those. You know, you got one coming. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm just, uh, super tired. Mm. Could be depression, could be, uh, poor health, I don't know. Mm. Or the, the combination combo, of both. Yeah. yeah. And there may be a third thing, you don't know. Could be. Yeah. Maybe I have a sleepworm in my brain. Sleepworms are around, yeah. Yeah. In yeah. Kettering. It's, <laughs> it's a big deal in Kettering. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, well... I had a weird weekend. Whoa. Um, I did three aliens. I have possibly, yeah. I did. <laughs> there was like a good couple hours spent in Yellow Springs, so there could have been some aliens. Um, no, I did three things that I hardly ever do. Mm. Uh, Friday showered. I showered. I brushed my teeth. You worked somewhere. and I wiped my ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no. Friday I went to an art auction. Um, uh, we care arts. I had a piece of art in the auction. Didn't go for a ton of money, but it went for something. There was right. like there was like three bids on it, so that was cool. There you go. Um, I helped raise a little bit of money for for yeah. the charity. And then you got some of that, right? And I got nothing. I got nothing. Hmm. I gave no. Hmm. It was I mean, for charity. It's for charity. I mean, when I think of charity cases, right? Think you think of me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did get. What did I get? I got to you know look at all the artwork. That oh, was okay. cool. That was cool. Got to see some cool people I hadn't seen in a while because uh, after I stopped working there. Yeah. But uh, some of the clients were there and a lot of the uh, staff was there. So that was anybody fun. from uh, your your other place, the the place that you quit? No, none of them were there. Okay. None of them. No, I did. I've talked to one guy that works at the other place, the place I quit, and well, he's the guy that like he's applauded you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah he actually wants to hang out sometimes. Yeah. So he he wants to go shoe shop. Or oh, that was we were gonna go shoe shopping together because. That's weird. 
well, I needed shoes for that job. Right. And like I told him, I was like, I need to go shoe shopping sometime. And he's like, I'll go with you when I still work there. Right. But now afterwards, he's like, yeah, if you, so if you want to go shoe shopping sometime, just, you know, give me a call. You can't afford like, shoes. Like, now. I don't need shoes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you have no reason to wear shoes anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, bare, I'm barefoot right now. So, no, that was cool. really a thing I wanted to talk to you yeah. about. In the studio, at least. Uh, Get out of my hey. house. <laughs> <laughs> at least socks. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I love it when sometimes I'm barefoot at the house and my dog just walks up and starts licking my toes. That's gross. <laughs> it feels really cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> there were some cool... Cool uh, skateboards, though, including there was a skateboard by the guy that did my Galactus tattoo. Nice. Um, uh, Mr. Mike Guidone at Monkey Bones Tattoo, and his was awesome. And then there was a, there was one that a guy in California, a uh, tattoo artist, coated the skateboard with some sort of fake skin, like like latex, like a super high-quality Halloween mask-style latex. And then he freaking tattooed the thing with a tattoo gun as if it was human flesh. And it looks amazing. Like it looks like somebody's back tattoo, like a like a really expensive giant tattoo. That's weird. It was really weird. I touched it. it there was a sign that said "Do not touch," and I made sure nobody was looking. And I kind of rubbed my finger on a non-tattooed part of it because yeah. you know some of it was still like fresh, flesh, flesh yeah. color. Yeah. So I just kind of rubbed that, and it was creepy. It felt like, yeah, like like yeah, the inside of an animal, or or like. I kind of like a latex mask, sort right. of, but yeah, it was weird. So, so it was all skateboards. Yeah, well, no, there was twenty skateboards, and that was like the highlight of the auction. Okay. But they had all kinds of other stuff too. Right. Um, but that was like the big thing that they had lined on the walls, and yeah. So, so somebody out there is going to be uh, skateboarding on somebody's back tattoo. <laughs> I'd imagine none of these will ever be skateboarded on because, first of all, none of them have wheels and trucks and all yeah, that. Sure, you go down to you, your local you skate could, shop. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it, but if you spend over a thousand, that one went for over a thousand dollars. If somebody does that, they're probably not gonna, they're not gonna <laughs> ride down a, a handrail on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was that was fun, and I had a zombie dog. I'd never had a zombie dog. Um, they had the food cart out back. It's a food cart that travels all over Dayton. And they have like five different kinds of specialty hot dogs, and you can get a vegan version of it. Okay, so that's what I did. Um, uh, all right. Yeah, but that I'd heard a lot about it, but uh, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, uh, I'm not gonna eat anything that I associate with rotting. <laughs> it was tasty. I had what they call the sliced and diced, which the ingredients were spinach, uh, goat cheese. Sliced almonds and pears. It was really good. <laughs> um, and then so that was Friday, and then Saturday, hot dogs. You go to Speedway. <laughs> you get them off the roller, and you put your ketchup and your mustard on it, and that's a hot dog. You're done. There's no pears no or pears. almonds or goat cheese. Yeah. And then you don't refer to it as something that is generally known to rot and eat human flesh. <laughs> well, you know, they gotta sell some dogs somehow. It was good. It was really good. And like, and like they, like I think they think of it, you know, like whenever a, a fancy restaurant serves steak and someone asks for ketchup, like, like they don't even have like ketchup and mustard where you can 
and relish where you can they get can go it. fuck themselves because steak <laughs> is something different. Hot dogs are the trash of food. But not by the zombie dog people. They are the trash of food. It's pretty I say this as someone who will eat a hot dog. They are the trash of food. But the, the vegan one's probably not. Should be. Yeah. It should be the trash of vegan food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's um, no such thing as a gourmet fucking hot dog. It I, I, is I don't know. pigtails and intestines. <laughs> but like gourmet style. The Those trash of food. I don't know if they actually use the moniker gourmet. They might. They might. But, yeah. So anyway, yeah. And then Saturday I went to a wedding. And it was an outdoor wedding. And it was like, I was like, oh, what should I wear? And Kathleen was like, well... They've specifically said just wear like jeans and t-shirts and sneakers if you want. They're like it's not a fancy one, and uh, and all the bridesmaids and even the bride were wearing cowboy boots, and uh, and like the preacher had like a bow tie and like he almost kind of looked like he stepped off the set of uh, um, what's that western that everybody likes with Swearingen, the guy, I don't know, but uh, but yeah, it was it was like. <laughs> It, it was like old timey kind of countryish, um, and then like the reception was in a barn. So, and I actually heard, I actually heard during the reception, I heard a woman yell at her child, "Quit jiggling my fat!" I actually heard that that happened, <laughs> and it wasn't like a, a playful thing. It was like a yelling thing. So that was cool. Um, <laughs> and then today I went to a baby shower uh, from. Uh, and out in Fairborn, my friends Michelle and Tracy. They don't live in Fairborn. Well, no, but uh, they had to go to Fairborn. Oh, okay. They went to one of their mom's houses oh, okay. for their baby shower. Yeah. But uh, I don't even know them that well. I know they don't live in Fairborn. <laughs> <laughs> and that was fun. That was cool. There was like, you know, a few dudes there. You know, I mean, it's a baby shower, but it's obviously non-traditional. It's a lesbians couples baby shower, so. Some dudes were allowed to be there, and I was one of those dudes. And there was like well, you're some, like half a lesbian. Anyway. I am. I'd go even three quarters really <laughs> these days. Um, and yeah, we played some like party games and had some free food, and it was it was cool. It was cool. And I've known Michelle's mom forever because me and Michelle have been friends since the early '90s. And uh, and I saw her today, and she comes in Mavericks every Christmas, and and says like, "What should I get for Michelle?" And I usually point her towards like a Batman black and white statue because mm-hmm. Michelle collects like Batman stuff, and and she was like she was like so how's the bookstore going? I was like oh I actually quit and she she literally like like almost fell over she like grabbed the the kitchen counter and she like looked at me not smiling with her mouth agape she's like what? Because she's she's known me like almost since I started working there. I uh, thought you were going to say she was, like, holding something, and then she, like, let it crash to the ground and uh, told you to get out. <laughs> but I did tell her, I was like, I was like, you have my number, because uh, her daughter has my number. And I said, I said, call me this Christmas season. I will go with you to Mavericks or wherever, and we will shop for Michelle. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Christmas shopping with her. I would imagine that uh, Booker Fantasy is closer for her, right? Pro- well, no, she lives off of uh, Linden Avenue. Oh, okay. So, man, probably Bell Books is probably closer. Yeah, Linden, yeah, it's, it's... Yeah, it's, it's about the 50, same. 50-50, yeah. Mavericks and, uh, and that other place. Right. Yeah. 
which I have been shopping at. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and they honestly would probably have more of the kind of thing that she's looking for. Right. So yeah. I, I'll go whichever. Either right. way. Well, you're pals with a Pete Bell. Uh, yeah, I get along with Pete Bell. Yeah, I saw him multiple times last weekend. I think I talked about that a little uh, bit. Yeah. yeah. And then I went in on th- Wednesday to buy a comic. I actually went to Mavericks this week and bought comics for the first time in an, like five weeks it had been since I've been there. You can't afford that. Well, I had I used the rest of my store credit. Oh, okay. I spent it all up. I did have to spend a few dollars extra, but... But uh, was yeah. Jack there? No, he was not. I went at like six o'clock or yeah, yeah, at yeah. night. So, um, but I did have like six different people go. So, hey, how's the new job going? And like, instead of like, because I was like, I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, yeah, like if I ran into one of them at Kroger or something, sure, I, I would be like, you know, if it was somebody I like got along with, I would tell them. But I knew that doesn't happen over and over, so I was just like, hey, I gotta tell you, I've never been happier. <laughs> <laughs> and like they were like, that's oh, awesome. Were these customers or like you know, the employees? There? Um, one employee and uh, like five customers. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I said the same thing to all of them. So, uh, how far in disarray? Not that it would be easy to tell, but uh, how far in disarray has that store fallen? I noticed a couple things that I specifically always tried to never let happen yeah. that have been happening. <laughs> but but you know what? Like they're doing their best. Like, like how 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 far has magic spread into the comics and sports section? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it got into the magic or into the comic section, but there was a couple things that were just very distressing. Like first of all, like one of my pet peeves was always like keeping that Silver Age wall filled because we've got fucking tons of Silver Age that we don't have room for on the wall. Right. So like once a week I would like fill that up and uh there was there was like a good like 40 holes in the wall where uh, um and you know means people are buying or stealing silverage yeah, right right so that's good but maybe the most alarming thing that i saw is is like it reminded me of a few years ago there's this record store that i loved called uh gym city records yeah and like they kind of like started turning into like a mall store where they sold like you know angus young action figures right, and like right, you know zz top shot glasses and, you know, which is whatever, it's still related, but you, you, I just want to find records when I go in a record shop. Yeah, and but nobody else does. Exactly. Well, fuck all of those people. <laughs> no, but I was looking in the toy case at Mavericks, and there was like a dozen shot glasses, including one with a giant pot leaf on it. And I was like, so Jeremy, when did you guys start selling pot leaf shot glasses? He was like, yeah... We got it in a collection, and we just figured we'd try to sell it. I was like, that seems kind of weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I know we've had comics like that had marijuana. Right, yeah. And like Fat Freddy's Cat and all that, but Freak Brothers. But, uh, yeah, that was just a little weird. Huh. <laughs> all right. I'm surprised uh, Jack has let that go. He probably doesn't know what it is. That's uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> The shot glass he, he, or the, uh, the pot leaf? Well, he probably knows where the shot glass is. I would assume he does. He probably thinks the pot leaf is like uh, an Ohio State Buckeyes <laughs> shot glass or something. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, that was a little odd. I've uh, not stood foot in there since you quit. Really? Yeah. I'd, I'd been in there a couple times while I was working at my other job, but after I quit that, I was just like, eh, I don't have any money. Right. And then, But there was a couple books that I wanted that I knew... Like, one of them came out oh, like while well, I was still working at the other job, and I just didn't make it in to pick it up, and they were holding them for me. So I was like, oh, i gotta, I got to use my store credit. And, and both of those books are probably things I'll end up picking for the show. So I was like, eh, it's, it's worth 
All right. It's worth going on. Mm-hmm. I've been to GameSwap, which is uh, just down the, uh, oh, yeah. the way there, and I uh, uh, had uh, numerous gnats fly into my throat while uh, hanging out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Is that like a a game? Like, you, like if you catch a gnat, you get a free... I got a free water. Laser disc to wash them oh, down. Oh, okay. That's well, <laughs> something, right? Did at least did they give you a quarter to put in their Miss Pac-Man machine or anything? Mm-hmm. No. Aha. Man. Yeah, that's gross. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is. They are infested with gnats at GameSwap. Mm. That's too bad. I meant to stop in there, I just but I didn't have time. You you uh should go and eat some gnats. Uh, I'm vegetarian just while you're talking. Is it like zombie dog? Can you get a vegan substitute? Uh, yeah, okay. they're vegan gnats. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's that was my weird weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now it's back to the grind, man. <laughs> Tomorrow's Monday. Mm-hmm. No, I am. I'm, I'm going to... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, I uh, have continued to, to work late a couple times this past week, which I guess makes up for the fact that I was on vacation uh, last weekend. Right, right. Uh, I didn't get home till about 7 on Friday. So uh, my my friend Amanda and I were were gonna hang out and because uh, I had worked late Thursday and uh, I kind of just assumed that uh, I would get off early on Friday. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead, I worked two hours later. Uh, and uh, so uh, when she came over, I said, "I need a drink." So I drank like a uh, al- like alcohol, yeah. like an adult beverage, an adult beverage. Mm-hmm. Excuse Which me. I usually, uh, well, I mean, I drank a little when I was in Indianapolis, but uh, it's not something I usually do, especially uh, in, in Dayton. Right. Because uh, cause I could easily fall into the trap of uh, just drinking all the time. There's a lot of people in Dayton that do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and I could easily be one of them, uh, but I choose not to. Uh, but Friday, I needed one. What'd you have? I had a rum and coke, and then I switched to a, uh, we went to a Mexican restaurant for dinner, so I had a... Uh, a uh, dose of keys. Nice. As a uh, giant, the chalice, right? Yeah. yeah. Which uh, physically hurts to lift. <laughs> oh wow! Even but, even when it's empty, is it one of those? Uh, when it was empty, it was fine. Okay. But you know, uh, you know I've got problems with my wrists. Right. As it is, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, it would hurt to lift. And uh, Amanda took a sip of it, and like she, even she like commented on the the weight of the uh, the beer. <laughs> It's funny that you said he had a rum and coke because at the the barn reception for the wedding, um, they had an, uh, like a bar, you know, free free alcohol, and I went up to it. Always nice. Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna have one drink, but I went up there and I was like, I was like, ah, uh, and it was like a lady I knew, it was like one of Kathleen's friends, and so I was like, I'm not sure I want. She's like, you want a rum and coke? And I was like, that sounds good. Hold the coke. And so <laughs> she gave me like a half a glass of rum, and that's what I drink with my meal. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> Um, reminds me of, uh, wasn't, uh, uh, Joe's wedding, uh, Joe G, wasn't, uh, his wedding, didn't they have a free bar? They may have. Yeah, I don't know, I drank, I don't know, I got super drunk, right. but I know I just got super drunk on beer, because I thought I couldn't have anything other than beer for free. That's right. And then somebody told me. It was all free. After the night was over that it was all free. Yeah, that's a bummer. Well, yeah, super bummer. <laughs> so I'm not a huge beer guy. 
right. for a uh, mixed drink or uh, just the regular uh, liquor. You know. I forget. I forget what Kathleen. She had like a vodka and Sprite and cranberry. Uh, it was yeah. That sounds tasty. Yeah. 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 I could go for one of those right now. Well, I could too. <laughs> I ain't got a job. I should right. be drinking. All right. It's early enough. Yeah. Let's go. Sure. Why not? I got nothing else to do. I got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I guess I should pick a movie and we'll uh, go get trashed. Uh, I mean, the only new development in my life is A, I've picked a new theme month for my uh, Sketch Day blog. So if anybody wants to give me some suggestions, go to my blog, SeanBoard.net. Yeah. Uh, and B, I have been watching the shit out of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yeah. I think the last two times I came over, it was on. Yeah. I enjoy that show. I mm. wish everybody would speak up in it. Oh. They uh, whisper a lot. Is it one of those, like, the action scenes are loud, but the nope. dialogue is low? Nope. <laughs> just the people talking is low. Just, just, uh, no, I mean, even the action scenes aren't that loud. Hmm. Maybe you should just turn your TV up. I, I did. They're all whispering. Oh, okay. Every conversation is a whisper. It's a big Every secret. Every intense conversation is a whisper. Is it a secret? They're having. Maybe it's a secret. The entire four seasons is a secret. <laughs> they just don't want anybody to catch one. They just don't want Cylons to hear. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, pick a movie. I'm going to pick a movie called The Exchange. Never heard of it. What does that mean? I've never heard of it. <laughs> does that mean you're vetoing it? Tell me a little bit about it. Sub- tell me an actor. If I tell you anything about it, you're going to veto it. <laughs> the veto. No, I don't. I don't know any of the actors that are in it. I really don't. All I know is it's by um, a director of another movie called The Band's Visit that I saw earlier this year. That was awesome. I just really liked it. It reminded it. The Band's Visit. I, f- I forget what country the director's from. It's a foreign movie, but but it was like it was very like Coen Brothers ish. It was just like weird, but but like it had some depth to it. But it also had like just weird, quirky characters. Um, and it was just really well written, and I I know he has one other movie called The Exchange. And I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't I don't know much about it. I really don't. All right. Um, well, I guess we're watching that then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> don't get too excited. I'm not. Clearly, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. All right then. Sweet the exchange. Yeah, let's do it. All right. We'll, uh... We'll see you next time. That thing, yeah. Hey, this is Eric, letting you know that uh, the movie Jason picked does not exist on Netflix. Uh, We looked it up, and uh, there is indeed a movie called The Exchange available on Netflix, but it is not the movie he was thinking of. The movie he was thinking of is an Iranian film that uh, is unavailable by conventional means. So Jason has made a last-minute, past-last-minute choice of the film Hammett by Wim Wenders. I am looking forward to this documentary-slash-biopic about Metallica guitarist Kirk Hammett in ways that you cannot believe. Hammett by Wim Wenders. That will be our next film. Uh, Until then, see you next time.
Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>